Hey guys, welcome to Tiger Tales, a weekly podcast series from Lincoln High School. Today I will be talking about a book which brings tribute to Black History Month. My name is Raquel Calderon and I'll be your host for today. The name of the book that I will be talking about today is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Grappling with racism, police brutality, and activism, a young teenage girl will be fighting for justice and peace. What will she do to fight for herself and her community? Stay tuned to find out. Well, thank you for staying tuned. I'll start by reintroducing myself. Once again, hi, I'm Raquel, and I love reading all types of books. I especially love reading books about romance and action and mysteries and crime. Some other type of books I like reading are nonfiction books, informational books about medical studies. I read my Bible every day, and I also like books that are influential. I like business books or books that just tell me how some people have succeeded in life. And you can never go wrong with some picture books because you know that those Dr. Seuss books be hitting different sometimes, if you know what I mean. The problem that I have when it comes to reading is that I need to immediately get hooked on a book in order for me to keep on reading it. Do you guys feel the same? Because if I don't think that the book is interesting from the very first chapter, I'll just stop reading and go on to another book. The only reading that I actually dislike is school reading. I don't like reading all these textbooks that are so long, the chapters feel like they never end. Reading all these textbooks is just not my thing. I'm more like an action and romantic type of girl. I think that I've always liked reading, and I've never really had a problem with it as long as I don't have an intense deadline. I'm also a film buff. I like to see some film adaptions or movies after I finish the book, or maybe even before I even start reading the book. And there are some times where films are never as good as the books, like The Hunger Games. I'm also a serious junkie. I can't bear the idea of standalone novels, and you know I love those mysteries and crime books that make me feel like an FBI agent. My story as a reader is pretty short and simple, if I'm being completely honest with you. I started reading long chapter books in third grade. We used to take tests on the books we read and get prizes, and that's what really led me to reading because I wanted to win prizes. From there on, I've always liked to read chapter books. Ever since eighth grade, I started liking books with a genre of romance, and I've always liked books with a genre of action and mysteries and crimes. I also like to read fun fact books or medical books if it makes sense. But you didn't come here to hear about me. You came here to hear about what? The book. The reason that I chose this book was because I thought it paid tribute to Black History Month. And I think it's a book that really connects with everything that happened in 2020 with the Black Lives Matter protest. If you were here in 2020, you probably heard about it because there wasn't really anything else to hear about. The reason that I think this book was really good was because it has a lot of action in it and it has so many details that catch your eye instantly. I also chose this book because of its cover. I had seen the trailer of the movie and once I saw the cover of the book, I knew I had to read it. 
The same author has also written many fascinating books that also catch my eye immediately. She has a deep and profound way of writing her experiences and it really gets you thinking. Not only does the book seem funny and endearing, but it also seemed painful. The novel offered a powerful outlook to of a few weeks in a fairly typical teen girl's life with one horrific exception. If you know me, you know I like those books that catch your eye right away and instantly this was one of those books. I chose this book in particular to read because it's a big important novel that is fueled by vividly described characters and large themes of systematic racism and speaking truth to power. I think that one of the most important reasons I chose this book was because of everything that happened in 2020, as I had previously said. As you know, there are many BLM protests, and I just thought that this book was going to help me get a further and deeper understanding of everything that goes through in communities that are going through poverty and that are discriminated due to their race. I also thought that it was a good idea since Black History Month is in February, and it's still February, but once this podcast comes out, it'll be March. So sorry. So you're all eager to hear about my book, right? That's why you're here. Well, in case you forgot what the book I'm going to be talking about is called, it's called The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. The book is a novel that is trying to expand readers' understanding of the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as difficulties that are faced in different race communities. The genre of the book is young adult fiction, and the book takes place in 2009 and 2014 through 2016 in Mississippi. Star, who is the main character of the book, is a fascinating and talented 16-year-old teenager who tries to fight for justice for her community and herself. Star speaks in the first person, offering commentary and insight into how events make her feel and providing background information. While her observations are subjective, Star does not intentionally distort the truth. In fact, she tries to clarify as much as possible the way she feels and why. Star tells the story as if she was talking to a friend. When you read the book, you feel like you're in the moment with Star. You feel like you're right next to Star experiencing everything that she's experiencing. She is very detailed in every single situation that she's going through. She reacts to events as they occur, leading to a wide range of emotions as she experiences them. The book takes place in Garden Heights, which is an inner city neighborhood in the southern parts of the United States, possibly a version of Georgetown or the neighborhood of Jackson, Mississippi. The book talks about a 16-year-old named Star Carter, who moves between two worlds, the poor neighborhood where she lives and the fancy suburban prep school she attends. The uneasy balance between this world is shattered once Star witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend, Khalil, at the hands of a white police male officer. Khalil was shot while being armed. Soon afterward, his death is a national headline. 
Some are calling him a thug, maybe even a drug leader, and many a gangbanger. After the police officer shot Khalil, Star had to gain the courage and confidence within herself to testify before the grand jury to seek justice for his death. Protesters were taking to the streets the name of Khalil. Some cops and the local drug lord even tried to intimidate Star and her family. What everyone wanted to know was what really went down last night, and the only person alive who can answer this question was Star. But what Star does or does not say could upend her community. It could also endanger her life. So now that you know the basics of the book, let's get more into detail. So who are the characters, you might be asking yourself. Well, don't worry, because I'll be naming all the main characters that are in the book. The main characters of the book are Star Carter, Khalil Harris, who is Star's childhood best friend, Maverick Carter, or quote-unquote Big Mav, who is Star's father, and Lisa Carter, who is Star's mother. Maverick and Lisa are very important in the novel because they're always supporting Star in all and every situation. Star ends up testifying before the grand jury, and she finally brings to the light the full truth of what happened the night Khalil died. After this testimony, Star had done all she could to seek justice for Khalil. The grand jury decided not to prosecute the police officer. So Star decided to take matters into her own hands, and she started to speak at the head of the protest. She was always supported by her community, and she always received love and support from her parents. She was always influenced by her parents to do the best that she could in every situation and to always do what she thought was right. The problem was when Star starts to get caught in the ensuing chaos, which happened various times. Three of the most important themes that I think the book portrays is identity and blackness, the weapon using of stereotypes against black people, and the cyclic nature of racialized poverty. The Hate You Give explores the relationship between race and identity that many communities face and they have to struggle to navigate the primarily black world of Garden Heights and a primarily white world of Wilson Prep. Star feels pulled between both worlds. She feels simultaneously, quote unquote, too black to talk about Khalil's life and death with her school years, but quote unquote, too white at home to stand up for Khalil. The Hey You Give also examines the way society uses stereotypes of black people and people of color to justify violence and racism against them. These stereotypes protect white communities, which in the book are seen like Williamson Prep from reflecting upon systematic racism, which preppy teachers and students discriminated Underline the traumatic events of the hate you give is the cyclic nature of racialized poverty, which is explained by Star by her father during the conversation about the thug life. Star was always 
upheld by her community and was influenced to fight for her rights and the rights of her community. I know you're probably wondering what she did to provide better rights for her community or what she did to protect her community, what she did to get revenge for Khalil's death. But for that, you'll have to read the book, my friend. One of the most interesting things about the book is that it takes its time. It starts around 2005 and ends up around 2018 or 2021, so in the future. It takes a process which I think is interesting because in a real life situation, it also takes a process. In 2005, Star reunites with Khalil, her best friend, and Khalil gets shot and dies. Star then goes to Khalil's funeral and talks to the police, but nothing is done. And riots start to happen in Garden Heights in 2010, when people that lived in Garden Heights got angry because Khalil's death was never a closed case. As a way to express their anger, they started to protest, which led to riots. Students at Williamson protested with Star and united with Star in 2011. Star didn't like that they used Khalil's death as a way to get out of school and decided to stay in all her classes. In 2012, Maverick, Star's dad, had an incident with the police. Star's dad got stopped by police outside his store. The reason they stopped him was that Maverick, the owner of the shop next door, got into a verbal fight. When they find out that Star's daughter, they make him lay on the ground to humiliate him because they know that Star is the witness of Khalil's death. Finally, in 2017, Star testifies to the grand jury. She gets a lot of questions about who Khalil was and how she knew him, if they were friends, etc. Then they discuss the night of the shooting in detail. It is the grand jury that decided whether or not the police officer that shot Khalil would get a trial and potentially charged for what he did. In 2020, which is in the future because the book was writing before 2020, the grand jury decided not to indict the officer that killed Khalil. The grand jury decided not to indict Officer Brian Cruz Jr. in the death of Khalil Harris, which devastated many and caused many to riot because they were mad about the decision and wanted everyone to know. From there on, Star started to contribute more and more in protest and finally decided to fight for her community because she thought that that was the right thing to do. No matter what she faced, no matter the difficulties or the people who tried to stop her from doing what she thought was right, Star was always there fighting for her community and she always had support from her community and her parents to fight for peace and justice and to fight against white supremacy. Now, I know you're probably all hooked and want to learn more or know more about the book. So if that's so, you should 
go get the book and start reading because it's a very interesting book with many lifelong lessons that will just expand your knowledge about society. What do you guys think about the book? I hope you guys like it and like the overview I gave and I hope you guys got inspired to read the book as I said before. One of the reasons that I really liked the book was the connection I had with it. I myself am a colored skin person and I've never had any racist act done against me but I know that many people suffer from injustice just because of their race or ethnicity which isn't cool at all. I thought this book was amazing and it brought a lot of different feelings and sentiment towards the reader every step of the way. I felt like the reader really gets connected with Star and it almost like you're there with her. I love the book because it gives the reader the ability and opportunity to receive a more deeper understanding of the difficulties that many communities have to face daily due to racial inequalities. Nowadays in society, many communities are impoverished or go through many difficulties and are judged just because of their ethnicity or their race. I love that the book is so climatic and that it has many different scenarios that make the reader have different emotions. While reading the book, at one moment I was happy, the next I was crying, and the next I was angry. I just really love the book because it made me have really different emotions. While while I was reading the book, at one moment I was happy, the next I was crying, and the next thing you know, I was angry. I just really love the book because it made me have many different emotions while I was reading it. I really like the unity that Star had with not only her parents but her community and how everyone kind of supported her in a way. I also like that she had some of her friends from her high school help her throughout her journey even though they were white. But something I didn't like was how there are so many things that wanted to prevent her from speaking out and being able to talk about a situation that a lot of communities face through nowadays. I was really happy that Star was able to lead a protest that was going to not only help her defend the death of her best friend, but it was also going to help her defend her community. As many communities nowadays with people of different races, we need more people like Star Carter who speak up and fight for justice and peace. I hope you really like the book and what I had to say about the book. I hope that you get the opportunity to read it because I think it's a good book to read and it will also help you amplify your viewing of what communities of different races have to go through due to discrimination. Thank you for listening and you can come back for more next week here at Tiger Tales, where we talk about books we read. Have a good day!